0: Hello, our Darklings. This is Christy Kroll with Otta Titties and Clitorosities, sitting here with Miss Ashley Lynn. Present. Present. (laughs) And how are you doing tonight, Ashley? Fantastic, actually. Much
1: better than the last couple of weeks. How are you?
0: I'm full of soup, so I'm happy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bit of a soup fiend. So, on today's episode, we are going to talk about the literal subject that brought this podcast into fruition, ghosts. And this friendship. And this friendship. Yeah. Truly. Because that's kind of how we first connected, was all of our creepy ghost shit. I'm trying really hard not to say absolutely. (laughs) You can say absolutely all you want. (laughs) So whenever I was editing our last podcast, I didn't realize how often both of us say absolutely. That's that customer service. Absolutely. (laughs) And fantastic. So much better than my pleasure.
1: Oh, yeah. That's kind of erotic.
0: It's Chicken falala people are a bunch of freaks,
1: I tell you. So real quick. I have a funny story, and I wanted to hold it until podcast, right? Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so not ghost-related, but terrifying nonetheless. <laughs> I had... This
0: could be about anything. <laughs> yes.
1: So I had my... I just moved into a house, right? Um, I don't do bugs. Us living in southeast Texas, we get those big, giant tree roaches. <gasps> I don't do bugs.
0: I don't do roaches. No.
1: My girl card just gets thrown everywhere, and I'm a total (laughs) bitch. Like, I can't. I can't even do them. So, last night, I was laying on the couch with all of my dogs. We were relaxed. I was almost asleep, watching a super cool show. It's a docu... Well, no, it was the movie part, about the... um, dating game killer it's on id that's actually really good they had last night they showed the movie about it and then right after it they showed a documentary of like the actual investigation and everything it's super cool i totally suggest it
0: i need to find this
1: yeah it was really good so anyways i'm laying there minding my own business relaxing and then all of a sudden i see this giant thing <laughs> walking on my fucking wall and I have really tall ceilings and I'm five feet tall for those of you that have not met me (laughs) (laughs) I'm short and I didn't know what I was going to do because I can't kill it because it's going to come after me and because they know that I'm more scared of it than it is of me right so it's walking towards my entryway on like almost to the ceiling and I think my ceilings are right at like 12 feet 10 12 feet somewhere like that and uh I sneak in like SWAT team style to get my broom. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do with my broom because I can't reach it. Like the broom <laughs> just doesn't even make me tall enough to reach my ceiling. <laughs> so it finally gets in my entryway, and I'm like, okay, I can reach it because my entryway steps up a little bit
0: and it flies. Of course it does. Oh, my God, it flies. I'm, like, cringing so hard I know. listening to this.
1: <laughs> it flies. So I get really still because, of course, I'm stunned, right? I'm completely terrified. And I, my healer, Grunt, you know, my little hunter, it was no help. He was more excited as to why I was terrified, and he thought it was funny. So I'm sitting <laughs> oh, there Grunt. literally thinking about calling one of my coworkers, Michelle, or, well, and one of my coworkers' husbands, Val, <laughs> calling them at the same time because I know they could help me. <laughs> Who gets here first. And whoever gets there first <laughs> is going to kill this fucking roach. And then I was like, no, no, no. Like, you have to do this, right? Like, you're a homeowner. You're a grown-ass woman. Like, let's just do this. Do it. It took a little while. So, I was standing there and I had, um, I knew that there were matches in my drawer. And I was like, you know oh, what? No. Fuck it. I'm just going to burn the whole house down. I have (laughs) homeowner's insurance. Like, I'm going to save the reptiles. Oh, side note, I own a tarantula that I hold on a daily basis. And I'm okay with her. I love Morticia.
0: I was going to mention this after your story. I was going to say, (laughs) so here's the thing about Ashley... She says she doesn't do bugs, but she literally has one of the biggest bugs you can own. Oh my gosh, but she, I guess, she's amazing and creepy, crawly, and fuzzy. Are arachnids considered bugs? No, not in my world. Or are insects just bugs?
1: I mean, I would say just insects.
0: I guess it, it depends on who you
1: ask. So, <laughs> let's wrap this up before it becomes the whole... This is the whole episode. This is the
0: episode. <laughs> Plot twist. The roach was
1: a ghost. Oh, right. <laughs> so... I, it it ends up getting in my entryway and it hits the ground after it flew.
0: Oh, it made that sickening thud. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) I think it was already sick or dying or something because it was barely flying, but whenever I finally went over there to hit it with the broom and I had gotten the courage to do that, it flew again into my curtains. Oh no. I know. And so I was like, well, I don't want to bust a window open trying to beat this thing to death with a broom. Um, So, it finally flies one more time. It hits the ground, and my healer is sitting there watching it. Grunt is watching it, and he's on. Stop looking around like that. You're making me anxious. (laughs) You're making me anxious. (laughs) (laughs) So, Grunt's sitting there looking at it like he's he's prey, right? Like, he's ready. He's all kinds of hunting. This motherfucker, this bold-ass piece of shit South Texas roach walks right past him, and Grunt just watches it. You little motherfucker. You betrayed me. He's. He, I have been raising you. To protect you. For, to protect me for three years. I have done nothing but nurture you and love you and. The one thing that pulls your girl card. Right. <laughs> and he looks at it. And then he comes over and sits in front of me like I'm supposed to be happy. Like, no. That's the one thing I don't need you. I mean, that I need you to attack. Like, you try to eat live pigs, the ears, because my friend Jackie has pigs. And I don't think he realizes that the pig ears on the pigs are not ready to eat yet, and so he tries to consume the pig ears that are still on the pigs. Oh, poor pigs! I, I mean, they usually run faster than him. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's... I ended up getting, I ended up getting it. I smacked it while screaming oh, like a banshee uh... three times with the broom, and then I had to smack it with the. With my flip-flop. And then I called my old roommate, Elsie, because I was damn proud of myself. I'm
0: proud of you. Oh,
1: my God. It was so scary.
0: I I can't. I am. You right? Know, you know me. I'm very, oh, little Snow White. All oh, the animals are so yeah. precious, charming, and I don't even eat them. Yeah. When it comes to roaches, they are malevolent beings that I could care I mm, i can't even finish the sentence they freak me out so bad right right no absolutely i've literally had one on my leg when i was in the shower nope. one time Mm-mm. i passed out yep. i fainted <laughs> i fainted
1: That's too much. I you want to you want to talk about pulling a
0: girl card <laughs> i literally just oh, just oh my god passed out shampoo in my hair and everything my mom had to come and save me why are they so bold like, I don't understand. Why are they not scared of us? Those... Ugh. What the fuck, man? They're tiny little flying demons. Oh. My cousin Brittany calls them intruders. I enjoy demons more than I enjoy fucking roaches. <laughs> At least we know how to handle demons. Right. Roaches were like, what do you do? It'll survive the apocalypse. Oh. Okay, we can't with this anymore. I'm like, Moving I'm feeling on. my hair tickle my arms and I'm I know. getting <laughs> jumpy it's cool. just sitting here laughing at me every
1: move I make. I sat on the couch after that, and, like, something would touch my face. My hair would touch my face, and I would freak out. So, like, I was, I just had to go to bed. Fuck it. Fuck okay, it. I
0: can't. Yeah. All right.
1: Sorry, folks. Moving on.
0: I think that was a good introduction. Yeah. <laughs> it got me nice and creeped out. Right. I think right. it's crazy, though, that between the two of us, we're terrified and twitching and cringing, thinking about cockroaches, Yet, here we are, excited and joyous to talk about the wide world of ghosts. Yes. I have one as a friend. I do, too. I know. She's more of a guardian, but we'll get to her.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about mine, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, what is a ghost? Um, There are lots of theories as to what ghosts are. Some people think there are disembodied souls. So, like, whenever we die, a part of us... Our soul, our spirit continues on. Um, other people think that they're more of a psychological imprint, which is like an energy in the air. Like after, like whenever you walk into a room after someone's been arguing, mm-hmm. and you can feel that tension in the air. Yes, people. A lot of people think that that's what ghosts are, except it's like a stronger energy. Like whenever something traumatic happens it leaves that imprint of energy in the universe. It's okay. usually more common with residual hauntings. Yeah. But uh, that's just another idea of what ghosts can be. Um, some people think that it's like like they're caught in a continuous time loop, again, with con- with residual hauntings. It's any kind of number of what a ghost could be. Some people think it's just a... Like a vision of the past that we're glimpsing into. Like a little wrinkle in the matrix, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and... So, like, I do kind of want to point out that I am definitely a... a skeptic believer. If that makes sense. I believe with every fiber of my being, because I see them. Like, I see ghosts often. Um, they will personally seek me out you know I have helped Mm -hmm. others like just not be ghosts anymore and go to wherever they need to go um but I definitely don't hear a creak and all of a sudden go oh yep ghost
0: yeah you know
1: like you always if you can't debunk it and like I really do I really try so I I really want y'all to understand that like we're not coming into this like saying you know Oh, it was storming outside and everything was really scary and my lights flickered. So it had to have been a ghost. No, like it was probably the fucking storm.
0: We're very realistic about it. We do. We are. I mean, we're realistic. We realize. Because we know the difference between
1: just a creek and what we see. We
0: know the difference between, oh, the neighbors upstairs are walking loud and know those footsteps were coming from my own hallway. Absolutely. Um, It's just a matter of, I mean, you have to eliminate the obvious possibilities first but, I mean, if you've been doing it as long as we have, which is, quite frankly, a long ass time, uh, you you start to notice the differences. Um, and there's different kinds of ghosts, too. Like, there's residual hauntings, like I was talking about. Um, there's shadow people, which are, like, these malicious entities, which, yikes, um... There's messengers, which are kind of just spirits that are trying to get a message to you, whether that's, hey, I need help getting to the light, or hey, this thing's going to be happening that you need to be aware of, or hey, I'm lonely, I'm going to knock this glass off your table so you pay attention to me. Right. Um, Which also would go more into poltergeists, but poltergeists are usually more um, noisy. Yeah. Yeah. Which poltergeist in German literally means noisy ghost. Fun fact. Well, yeah. And, you know, (laughs) I have been
1: involved in, like, a poltergeist-like situation um, where a friend of mine was having a lot of activity at her house. So we went over there, um, and I heard it. And you could see it physically, like, the items physically moving. It would happen in front of people. I did not, however, see anything attached to it. So I thought that was crazy because I was completely open. And so, I don't know. Like, it's an energy that I can't see. And so, I think it's on a completely different... Like, I think they push so much of their energy into...
0: The movement. The movement it and not a, actually manifesting. Yes, it takes yeah. a lot of energy.
1: Absolutely. Um, I
0: also think that a lot of times they're not necessarily the only one doing the haunting. I feel like usually there's some other kind of presence or entity there... And the poltergeist is an energy that's kind of just attracted to that yeah. spirit or being. Um, most of the time, the poltergeists are really uh, malevolent beings. They're usually the ones leaving the bites, leaving the the bruises, um, throwing things off the wall. Uh, whenever they scratch you, it's usually in, like, scratches of three, which is very symbolic of mocking the trinity Mm -hmm. um father son holy ghost for those of you that don't know
1: i forgot we were recording (laughs) (laughs) not that y'all don't mean anything to me but i'm so enthralled in this that i totally forgot we were recording and you're like whenever you said that i'm like yeah like i shook my head at her like thank you for clearing that up for me like i knew what you're talking about
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, there are also um, etheric revenants, which they are very they're very rare. I personally have never encountered one. Um, basically, they're just these dark energies that feed off of your energy. So they were kind of mentioned in the movie Insidious. Did you see that one? Yeah. So do you remember the dark creature? That was in his room. Not necessarily the, the weird um, Darth Maul demon thing in the other, but that dark creature in his room that was just draining his energy yeah. and his life away. That was an etheric revenant. And so basically it just feeds off of energy of people. Um, they'll wake up tired, they'll get a full night's sleep, and they'll wake up still without any sleep. Um, those of people that have happened to see them say it's not like a regular shadow person but it's just like looking at a dark void of just nothingness and it's just spooky um on a lighter note there's also animal ghosts oh yeah those are always fun um there's orbs which are just kind of like balls of energy floating around Mm -hmm. um there are fetches it's called a fetch which is basically a doppelganger of a loved one. And what that can be is it can either be your, a lo- like someone that you know has just passed. So a lot of people would say, oh yeah, uh, the night my grandfather died I saw him in my room. Or, oh, I saw my, my cousin in this XYZ environment and then she died like, she actually died that night or something. And a lot of time, what the fetch is, is it's either trying to show itself as your loved one, because that's the image that you have in your mind, or it can also be, like, giving... It could also be right hand-in-hand hand with the messenger and trying to tell you, hey, you might want to say your final goodbyes because this is coming. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It's really crazy. <laughs> There's also the, I can never say this right, the de- de-book. Yes. De-book. Um, they're usually the types of entities associated with possessions. Also, they're also known as demons, depending on your view on things. Um, I mean, I think that all religions have some form of a demon. Yes. And the de-book, is just kind of all-encompassing. Okay, of, okay what demons are of this religion, that religion, this and that. Everybody has their own views on some kind of dark force and the book is just kind of all encompassing of that. General.
1: Yes. yes. So there like are, real quick. Yes. Um which one which one was it? Um that one. Etheric revenants? Yeah.
0: My guy. Do you think so? I've never seen him. I don't think he is because these are usually really dark. Yeah. Um, they, they're they draining. Whenever I say they drain your energy and you wake up tired in the morning, Yeah. it's because they're literally draining your life force. Okay. Yeah. I we'll talk like, about my guy in a second. Yeah, I, I don't... I, I, I personally definitely do not think that your guy is an etheric revenant just because I didn't get very... I didn't get any kind of malevolent yeah, me neither. energy vibes off of that at all. I got very... Um, just curiousness. Yeah. So I I, I wouldn't I've say I've never that. felt anything
1: negative from him.
0: No. No, no.
1: Unless people talk about him in not fun ways, then that's whatever. Like, I feel him saying, oh, I got you. Like, like okay. Mm-hmm. No, we'll, like, we'll get me, all to that in a second. We'll get to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves.
0: <laughs> We're almost done getting through the different types of ghosts. And, of course, I'm literally three-claw scratching the surface yes. of the different types of ghosts. These are just the most common ones that people see, most common ones that people report on, the, the most well-known ones. Um, one of the most popular scene around the world is ladies wearing white. Um, that is usually symbolic of somebody that was more pure in their life. They usually died of grief or loss of a loved one or heartbreak um, or they also could have died on their wedding night um, and then the flip side to that are ladies in red you also hear a lot of ladies in red mm-hmm. stories and most of the time the legends or the stories or the myths whatever you want to call it surrounding them is that they were killed in passion there was a jilted lover Um, They lived more of a life of indulgence. And most of the time, they're found in hotels. They're found in theaters. Okay. Like the Hotel Galvez has a lady in red. Yeah. Um, And then that brings me to Ashley's favorite kind of ghost, Ugh. the black-eyed children. Fuck
1: these little motherfuckers, man.
0: So black-eyed children will usually come up to you at night and try to ask you for a ride or knock on your door and ask if they can use your phone, but they always have their heads tilted down with like a hood or a ball cap on so you can't see their eyes. And... I personally have not come across a story of someone saying they let the child into their house or their car, and then figure out what happens. I mean, because why would you? Exactly, this creepy little motherfucker just walking around by himself. <laughs> Every story that I've ever read, seen on TV, heard anywhere, they always, they always are like, no, I didn't have a good feeling about that. Um, and a theory about that is that. They're just, they're angry, and they're scared, and they're lost, because a lot of times it's believed that they are children who died trusting strangers.
1: Yeah, and you know one theory about um, when people see children is, I heard this a long, long time ago, so I don't know where exactly, but I've heard it several times, is that a lot of very negative energies, or those more demonic entities and stuff, will actually disguise themselves as children to adults because adults are more comfortable they're going to be more comfortable talking to a child well at least they think i think child good i mean children ghosts are the fucking creepiest of all
0: well yeah i mean considering our experience that we shared that we discussed in part two of our dream series right i mean that little that little i'm not going to call her any words because i don't know if she's a demon or not
1: all I know is that she was a smart ass
0: <laughs> and <laughs> she was a brat, she was a brat, but we we handled it at what point did you see your first ghost that you um, can remember? Oh, I very
1: vividly remember it. um the first ghost that I saw was about a week after my little brother passed away so How old are you um I was seven years old uh he was a year and a month old whenever he passed away um it was a um a disease that Basically, all of his internal organs kind of deteriorated. Like, I don't really know exactly what it was called. Um, but he was a very sick little baby. He never really, he didn't stand up. He didn't really move a whole lot. He would he would kind of move his arms and legs and make noises and stuff. I was so excited, though, because that was the first time I was a big sister. So I was very, very attached to him. Um, when the nurses would come in, he had a trachea. And so when the nurses would come in and, like, clean his trach, I had little cabbage patch dolls, and they would actually cut, like, little holes and put a trach on them. Oh, how sweet. So as they were cleaning Wade's trach, I was cleaning my cabbage patch doll's trach, because I just thought that was so cool. So, um, yeah, about a week to two weeks after he had passed, my mom was staying with my grandmother, And I was staying at our house out in our share, and it was me and my dad. I was living, I I was living, I was sleeping in my room, which was right next to his hospital room that had to be built. Um, I was sleeping in my room, and my dad was sleeping in my parents' room. And I had this, it was, it it was a waterbed frame with a twin mattress inside of it. So there was extra room that I had stuffed animals around And I remember laying and I was facing the wall and I was asleep and I heard something behind me so I woke up and I rolled over and there is this little, to a seven year old, it looked like a little man in um, overalls and he looked like he was brown. Like his entire figure was like a brown mist, a brown fog, a brown, uh, like like a tan brown color. I want to say the colors of your walls, but people can't see your walls. (laughs) Think of it as a very milky iced coffee. Right. Like my iced coffees. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, um, of course, like I sat there and I stared at him for a second because I didn't really understand what was going on. It was the first time I'd ever really consciously seen anything like this. I did have a lot of imaginary friends. I have a whole nother theory about that, but I got up and I ran into my dad's room. And I my family were a family of gun toten rednecks. So I ran in there and I woke him up. I was like, Daddy, Daddy, there is a brown man standing at the end of my bed. Oh. Go- so oh, God. he jumps up in his underwear, <laughs> grabs his rifle and proceeds to run around the entire house <laughs> in his underwear looking for this little brown man that was standing in my room. <laughs> I hope to God he never listens to our podcast because he'll be so mad that I said that. But... <laughs> no, he did. And so, of course, he didn't find the little brown man. But um, a couple weeks later, I did see him again. And I didn't startle... Nothing about him startled me. Um, so I actually looked closer. He was standing at my door. My door was shut. He was standing at my door. And I actually looked at him and it was Wade. And every, ever since that day, every single place that I've lived every single place that i've stayed the night out for longer than two nights i always see him and he always stands in front of the door of the room that i'm living in um all of my roommates have seen him i have had people that i've stayed a couple weeks over at their house Remember, i was a traveling hoodlum teenager and couch surfed <laughs> you vagrant i know um <laughs> but he's always followed me so uh, i don't know if my mom really believed it or if it just thought because i had a super active imagination Uh, There was one time we were in another house and I was sitting on the floor and my mom was French braiding my hair at one side of the living room. There's a massive mirror on the other side of the living room was the entrance to the front door and it was just a little doorway that you could see the hallway to the front door. So she's sitting there doing my hair and I see Wade run from the front door to the back of the house and I turn my head to look and my mom yells at me because it was early in the morning and she was like you know look forward quit moving (laughs) and I told her no mom like I just saw Wade she's like no you didn't see anything so she goes through the other side and in the mirror I see him run from the house to the front door this time and I see her look and I'm like oh I thought you said you didn't see anything (laughs) like because I (laughs) saw like she looked So that happened, then in the house that they live in now, my little brother was probably, he was four because Casey was still in the crib. So my little brother Corey was sitting, he was four years old, he was sitting up on the cabinet brushing his teeth. I was in there brushing my teeth and my mom was in there making sure that the toddler didn't put toothpaste everywhere. (laughs) And he looks and he yells down the hallway, he's like, Casey, what are you doing? And my mom's like, Corey, shut up. Well, I'm sure she didn't tell a four-year-old to shut up. But she's like, Corey, hush. You know, Casey's sleeping. And he goes, nah, Mom, I just saw her run down the hallway. And sure enough, we go in there and look, and she's in our crib. (sighs) So Wade has always followed me. Wade has always, always followed me. Anytime I move, and there was one time I did move from my ex-girlfriend's house into um, an apartment. And I did panic a little bit because he didn't come with me. And I think the reason he didn't come with me is because me leaving was so back and forth. Um, Like we broke up and I had a scheduled date to move out. And then we were, we briefly for like a day thought maybe like this isn't what we want. Maybe we do want to stay together. And then we decided later that night that no, we do want to go ahead and go our separate ways. So it was so back and forth. And he definitely knew that my heart was still with her because to this day I love her dearly. Like she's my best friend. Um, So we had to actually bring him over to where i am now he's i mean he's with me again i actually saw him two nights ago standing in front of my reptile door so i think i have too many rooms now and because i live in all of the rooms (laughs) so now in them all i know now he has multiple doors to pick from so i definitely don't just have him in my house right now um well are we getting into it we're getting into it we're getting into it Okay.
0: Oh, should I do my first ghost story, or should we? Oh no! Or should we do your can, like do your spill and then my spell? We're new to this podcasting shit. We can do we'll, We can do mine and then do yours since I already kind of started. Yeah, please do. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, we 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 have been ah, it's, ah, so it's so exciting! <laughs> so exciting! I can't handle it. I'm in a glass box of emotion. <laughs> I'm gonna die.
1: Okay. All right. So, um, the ex-girlfriend Jackie and I. We were house shopping, right? Um, she had looked at so many houses on all those apps. We had went and walked around and looked at houses. There were a couple of houses that were like on Ashley Street. So, of course, I wanted it because it was on Ashley Street. Like, what narcissist wouldn't want to live on the street that is named after them?
0: Only, only you, Ashley. <laughs> I thought it would be great. I think it's charming.
1: Yes. I could, you know how many street signs I could steal? Because they keep replacing it and I could keep like throwing up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The other day, we were getting quarantine stir crazy, and so we yeah. went for a drive, and we purposefully got lost. Yes, and we went down a street called That Way
1: <gasps> down in Lake Jackson. Yes. Oh my God, I have a story about that. Oh really my gosh, quick, please. I had to go to a doctor's appointment or something to go pick up something, and I had just started driving, and my father grew up down there in Angleton, Lake Jackson area. And he was telling me, he goes, you need to turn on that way. And then you go down a little bit further and then go this way. And he was the one that always used to say that joke, you know, um, who's on first, what's on second, nobody's on third. And I remember I was nine years old and I'm always right, right? And I've always had this, like this arrogant kind of like, I'm an Aquarius, so I'm always right. Like, and I was so mad, and he's the same way. Like, we're the same person. So, I was all like, what are you talking about with the fucking bases? So, whenever he was telling me that, I was like, no, dad, like, what's the name of the street? He's like, this way. And I'm like, no, what's the actual, like, where do I turn? He goes, you turn this way. And I'm like, what the fuck even is this? What is this mean?" So, I got down there and sure enough, I see that it's this way.
0: And I'm like, oh. That way. I'm sure he loved that. So what was funny was we pulled onto that way. Yeah. And then I looked and I was like, oh, look, that one's called this way. But it wasn't. It was the entrance into a church and it was called His Way. Oh. And we were very struck by that. Yeah. Like, that's that's powerful. It's very like Jackson. It's very like Jackson. Yes. That's tell me good. about your ghost. I'm sorry I'm I interrupted, sorry. but whenever you said Ashley Street, I was like, oh, I've got to tell her about that way. I've been telling everyone I know. Yes. Okay.
1: So, we were looking at houses. Um, there were a lot that I loved, loved, loved. And then she found this one um, that we don't live there anymore, neither does she, so I can actually tell you where it was at. We laughed because it was at the corner of Beaver and Salmon Street. <laughs> <laughs> being lesbians, that was fucking perfect oh my god so then i was like i said we have to go look at it we have to go look at this house um it was cute it was i liked it but it was definitely not the one that i really really wanted right so we pull up to it and we walk in the front door and i knew i had to live there i don't know why i knew i had to live there i hadn't even seen any of the house But I knew I had to live there. Something about the way that house made me feel, it was the most, the most I've felt at home since I lived with my parents. Um, It it was just, it's so hard to explain. So we were, we ended up, long story short, we ended up getting the house. Uh, Lived in that house for, I don't know, about two years, I guess. Uh, We had one of my friends come over and watch while we were out of town. And we had offered that she could use our master bathroom with the huge tub and everything and she said she tried but she really couldn't because she felt like somebody from our closet was kind of watching her and she felt just really uneasy in our master bedroom and i didn't understand why because me being clairvoyant and being able to see i had never seen or felt anything except wade in that house which was also weird because the whole time i lived in that house i was open and i never saw anything except wade so, I, I don't know, like, I just, I always felt so at home. Jackie worked late nights because she worked uh, shift work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she, when she was gone all night long, I would usually be really scared to be by myself because it was a large house. Um, I was not. I was always very, very comfortable there. I was always very happy there. Um, all of my depressions, I would spend a lot of the time in bed, um, which is why I think he went the direction he did. Um Yes. So so can we
0: tell them what we call him now?
1: <laughs> hold on. Ugh, I know. So I'm
0: getting antsy. I know, I'm trying. <laughs> so we
1: um, you know, life happens, Jackie and I break up and I I get a call from her one day and she's asking me why I'm doing weird shit. And I laugh and I'm like, I'm not doing weird shit, like what are you talking about? And she was all like, my TV keeps coming off and on. My sound bar keeps coming off and on to the point where she had to unplug it. There were remotes moving. Um, People were waking up that were sleeping in that bed with scratches. I
0: was looking for you.
1: Um, It was very pissed off that I was gone. It was very, very pissed off that I was gone. She moves. And um, whenever she moves, they get this fancy purple mattress. And I was all like, well... Well, I want your old mattress because it wasn't really old. It's the one that I had picked out when we were together. And I was like, I want that mattress back. So I got my mattress back. No, pause. Um, They had it sitting in their dining area just until I was able to go get it. And their TV started turning off and on in the dining area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the mattress came with me and or went and moved over to my house. My house was completely quiet. The trailer that I lived in with, the, with my roommates was totally quiet. It was just Wade. Uh, Move the mattress in. That next day, I was at work along with my roommate. I had, there was three of us. There was me, Laura, and Elsie. Laura and I were at work. Elsie texted me and was all like, I think something's in the house. And she could hear whenever you walked in our kitchen, it would creak. Not with wind. Like, we had hurricanes in that house. It would only do it when somebody was walking through the kitchen. And you could hear it creak from somebody walking through the kitchen. I remember walking
0: through that creaky kitchen. Yeah.
1: And it did it when I was gone. Only when I was gone would it creak. And it would never leave the kitchen.
0: Oh, he was looking for you. He was
1: looking for me. So, since he came with the mattress... I call him my mattress ghost.
0: (laughs) We got there. (laughs) I think that is
1: so charming. Yes, I call him my mattress ghost. So um, I don't think, I know he's a male. I don't think he, no, not I don't think. I know he's not a human. Um, I know he's possessive because there has been several times where people would stay the night And if they stay the night for longer than two nights, they usually complain about not being able to sleep because they feel somebody staring at them. Um, I have this one friend that anytime she would come over, I have like little um, tombstone figurines that were sitting on a bookshelf. He would slam those figurines down like he did not like her being in the room. Um, And it happened all the time. It happened constantly. Mm. So multiple things happened. There was... One of the few times Jackie had come over to the house, uh, she went to go walk outside to get in her jeep for something, and I go to walk out just a couple minutes behind her with Elsie behind me, and I go to turn the doorknob and it's like somebody's on the other side turning the doorknob against me. I take my hand off. I'm like I laugh and I'm like oh, Jackie's just fucking with me because we mess with each other all the time, and I immediately put my hand back on the doorknob and the door just opens. Jackie's sitting in her Jeep, and it's running, and it's a, it was a lifted Jeep. So she she couldn't, she couldn't have gone down the stairs, get in her Jeep, in the two seconds it took me to open that door. So I don't, I don't think that it likes her for wrong reasons. I think that it doesn't like her because, um, like I was showing her, he, he doesn't like me to show other people attention. And <laughs> Jackie got all of my attention. You know, she's my best friend, so I've always paid attention to her. Um, I Anytime I dust... Especially whenever I was in a trailer, anytime I would dust, I have this plaque that has like um, medieval weapons on it. And he uses one of the weapons that swings. He'll sit there and he'll swing it. And I sent you that video. Yep. And I was just
0: about to say, you sent me that video not long ago.
1: Yeah. So I was dusting, which never really happens, which is why he's not used to it and he gets angry because it
0: happens <laughs> once every three months.
1: And I have all these little trinkets because I collect creepy shit and skulls and shocker, I'm sure. Um, We're a bunch of bone collectors here. Yes. So I'm dusting and I noticed that my pen, that it's not a pendulum, the maze. I noticed that it was swinging for, like I looked at it and I saw it was swinging and I thought that I bumped it. Um, So I I hold it to make it stay still and then I go back over there and I'm stomping around. I'm making the dogs run around see if I can move it somehow. I blow on it to see if maybe my fan moved it,
0: but it's so heavy that even blowing on it you can't move it. I was going to say, whenever I went over there, whenever I was over in your room one time, you had told me about this mace swinging, yeah. and I remember even looking around and trying to find an air vent, and there was an air vent nowhere near it. Yeah, because it's in it the trailer, so the yeah, air vents are on the floor. They were on the floor, and they were nowhere near it. They were, like, opposite sides of the room, and I was trying to see, like, just in case, because, yeah. like we said at the beginning, we're very skeptical yet open, Yeah. and um, there, was, there was no way it could have... So um,
1: it swung for steadily. steadily. It didn't speed up, didn't slow down for about 30 minutes. I recorded it, sent it to Christy, everything. Fast forward to a couple of weeks. uh, I had a friend over and she was talking about how um, she wanted me to do something. She was like, do something, make make him do something, make him say something. And I'm like, no, you know, that's not really how that works with him. Like, we don't. I don't it's not conjure trick, him, yeah, like I don't, I don't conjure him, I don't sit here and talk to him, like I know he's there, he makes me feel comfortable, the thought of getting rid of him gives me anxiety, um, you know, whatever. So I look up and... <laughs> You're so
0: dependent on a mattress ghost. I
1: am, dude, like it's bad. <laughs> so I look up and sure enough it's swinging, the maze is back to swinging. So she gets up and she's all like, I told her, I said, look, it's right there. He's trying to show you that he's here. Like, he answered you. And she was like, whatever, that's bullshit. So she walks up to go touch it and she gets an inch away from it and it fucking stops. Stops. (laughs) And she immediately was like, nope, fuck it. And goes and sits down. And like, that was enough. So, um, wrapping it up with the one final story about him. There's so many, like, so, so many, but this one's super cool too. Um, I went and I spoke with a medium, right? It was a group reading, which was really fun.
0: We should do one of those.
1: Uh, yes, absolutely.
0: How do you guys, uh, give us some feedback if y'all would like to have us see about maybe doing a group reading with a medium for a bonus episode.
1: Yeah, and y'all can listen in. and. Ooh. So um, we went and we saw this this medium. And she had made a comment asked me who I had in my house and I told her you know my little brother and she's like no there's somebody else and I had you know then mentioned my mattress go she said yes suggested I get rid of them the second she suggested I get rid of them I got super anxious my chest was tied I'm not really a person that gets a lot of anxiety but that that got me um, my roommate was with me we were, this is all very condensed. We were sitting in my driveway that night and we were talking about, you know, possibly getting rid of him. And Elsie had made a comment that they had kind of done a protection barrier where he couldn't exit the kitchen. So he would stay more on my side of the house. And as soon as she said that, like I felt this, it was, cha- I felt challenged. Not I didn't feel challenged, but I immediately knew that he felt. he felt challenged. He heard what she had said.
0: I feel like that was insulting. Like he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was just walking in the kitchen looking for you.
1: And he was like,
0: huh. Like, all right, I got you.
1: And so it was crazy.
0: So um,
1: earlier that day, it was my birthday. So I'd gotten balloons from the salon girls and it was on one of the weights. That night, after she had said that, three o'clock in the morning, my dogs go fucking ballistic. I mean, they're barking underneath the door, they're staring out underneath the door into the living room in the kitchen. And I just I tell him, you know, shut up. It's just the cats lay down. Well, I woke up early that morning to go take the dogs out and I run past the balloons that I left sitting on the kitchen counter. They were actually sitting in the middle of my living room, um, not moving like they were just sitting on the floor in the middle of my living room with the weight on it, right? Challenge accepted. Well, I immediately, I was like, it was the cat. You know, there are balloons. There's a lot of streamers on it. The cat probably grabbed <laughs> a hold of it and no. pulled it onto the floor. <laughs> so I had mentioned to Elsie, she had called, and she was like, hey, you know, why did you put the balloons in the middle of the floor? And I said, no, I didn't. You know, I said, um, I just thought it was the cat, because the dogs went crazy at 3 o'clock. And she goes, no. I left the cat in the room with the door closed because the balloons were in there and she sent me a picture and she was all like of the balloons. She immediately like snapped a picture and I got the picture and I zoomed in and I was like are the balloons moving and she says no the fan wasn't even on and in that picture you see a white streak Going through those fucking balloons, and it looks like almost like an orb. So, yeah, no, he definitely absolutely took that as a challenge. And there were a few times that he had crossed that boundary. Just so, so I don't know what he is. Checkmate. Yeah, I don't know what he is. I do know I don't want him gone. Um, My house was very, very quiet up until two or three days ago whenever I unpacked all my trinkets. I
0: was just about to ask, didn't you say recently that you think he's he's made his presence known? Yeah,
1: it was very quiet in my house until I unpacked all of my little creepy trinkets. And about ten minutes after I did that, I sat down on my couch and I started hearing all kinds of tapping and creaking. And I just basically was like, hey, you know... What were you hiding in this time? But <laughs> I mean, it was back to feeling comfortable. Like I have a lot of very big open windows in the house, and it made me uncomfortable not being able to see outside because outside was so dark. But after the last couple of days with him there, I don't care any. Like it doesn't. Nothing bothers me anymore except that giant fucking roach. If he could kill roaches, that'd be great.
0: <laughs> so if you're listening to this, mister, I wonder if he's just like a protector, like a like I don't a know guardian almost. Because I have a very similar, very similar situation. Yeah.
1: I don't know, but I know he's super possessive. I know he's very, very possessive. And he, uh, yeah, he doesn't really... He's like my dog, but in ghost form.
0: You know, I heard a a story about a man who lived in a house, and there was a bunch of hauntings going on, because it was like a really old house, Mm -hmm. and he brought in... Like, some paranormal investigators and a medium and all that, and they did a cleansing, but there was still one spirit left that the medium couldn't cleanse, and it was a woman. And you could very... They did an investigation, and they're like, why can we not get rid of this one spirit? Like, all of the dark ones that were causing all the shenanigans were gone, but they were, they were still picking up EVPs, they were still picking up mm-hmm. um, thermal pictures. And in one of the EVPs, they heard, I love him. Wow. And that the, gave me the chills. I, I got gooseies when I heard it. I, you can see him. <laughs> I I can know. See him. And the, the paranormal investigators were kind of like, we don't know what to say about that. And the medium was pretty much um, convinced. I don't know if, I don't remember exactly if the, if the spirit said something or yeah. talked through her. But essentially, the medium gathered that this spirit was his wife in a past life.
1: Wow. So maybe in a past life, I was straight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe in a past life, you were straight and he was your husband. Or maybe he was your father in a past life. Or maybe he was just your best friend in a past life. But it sounds like he's definitely has a connection to you. Well, you know, it's crazy. Yeah.
1: The, the medium that I spoke with, she had made a comment. She was all like, uh, she did feel like he was more attracted to the negative or not the negative, the more darker side of things, which would kind of fit because I'm definitely more attracted to the darker side of things. Yeah, I I was, uh, I'm covered in tattoos. I was wearing a Slipknot shirt. You know, my t-shirts that are all cut up. I had my black bandana and like I looked like a hoodlum. And so I don't want to, like, I don't know if she just like pegged that. So she pegged me because she asked, you know, do you watch a lot of like dark murder things? Or do you watch a lot of scary movies? And I mean, you can it's look at me and see that I did.
0: So crazy to me that you were saying this because whenever we were talking earlier about potentially doing a medium um group reading the two of us, I remember thinking I'm going to wear my pastel Bambi dress. Right. To throw her for a loop.
1: And I'm gonna have to wear a fucking turtleneck. I was <laughs> like if
0: I wear my like little pastel white pinup dress covered in like Bambi Deer and Bunny Rabbits. Yeah. I can totally just not even have her... I, I don't know. I just... I, I agree with people sometimes going off of appearances. Yeah. I mean, and I definitely <laughs> met mediums that... She was
1: dead on for a lot of things. And I definitely met mediums that are very unbiased. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if she just subconsciously did it. Or if she was serious. But she did say that he tend to um, hold me in the room at which I can I absolutely see it because anytime I would I do suffer from bipolar disorder mm-hmm. um I am very open with that uh I do have uh bipolar depression with manic episodes um something I've struggled with my whole life I'm very comfortable talking about uh, my lows are very very low I definitely don't get them as much anymore uh but anytime I'm at home and I am in a low he keeps me in that bed so long and I can even get out of it and I can start feeling better but it will be so hard for like I could hole up in my room for days and days and days and
0: it's that comfort and that familiarity yes
1: because he does He makes me feel so comfortable so I mean it's crazy but that's my mattress ghost The
0: mattress ghost that I love oh so much
1: Alright, so how about you? What was your first ghostly encounters?
0: I feel like in the back of my mind somewhere, I can still recall incidents from whenever I was younger. Yeah. That I kind of played off as imaginary friends Mm -hmm. or just imagining things or thinking that everybody could see what I saw. Yeah. I don't really remember too much about that, but um, just because, I mean, there's things that are just on the tip of my memory. See, and my imaginary friends were so vivid. One of mine was. Her name was Emmy. Yeah. Um, Emmy was, Emmy is, I can still see her very clearly in my head, Yeah, but nobody saw her, and everybody just played her off as an imaginary friend, but I can, I can still remember Emmy. But the first time I remember making that connection, that, I just saw a ghost. I wanna say I was maybe nine. Yeah. Nine or ten years old. We had just moved into our house that my parents had been building. So I was laying in bed one night. I think I was reading one of the saddle club books. It was like, yes. a, like a happy little horsey book, uh-huh. you know? And I saw movement over the top of the book. And so I put my book down And there was a huge floating head hovering at the foot of my bed.
1: Holy shit.
0: It was... I can't even fathom the dimensions. It was so big. Like, I want to say it was, like, maybe like, four feet by four feet wide.
1: Wow. And it was
0: just... I'm picturing, like, the
1: wizard off of the Wizard of Oz.
0: And that's how I explained it to my mom. Yeah, like, that's (laughs) what I'm picturing. (laughs) So, it was just, like, this floating head, and there was... It was a man, and there was this mist coming off of him, and he had this really intense look on his face. (sighs) He wasn't, like, angry-looking, but he was just very intense... And I'm staring at him, trying to just absorb what I'm seeing. Yeah. And his mouth slowly starts to open. Like his jaw just gradually fell. And I felt like he was about to say something that I didn't want to hear. Yeah. And so I started screaming, Mama, Mama, Mama. And so my mom came in the room, and I told her there was a man's head floating at the foot of my bed. And my mom is sensitive too. She's seen things, but she was also trying to protect me from this as long as she could. Yes. Just because she she I mean, it's scary stuff. Yeah. And uh, so she's like, "No, baby, like you've you've been reading too much Harry Potter." <laughs> <laughs> and then my... so what part of like I totally understand
1: her doing that because I think if I had kids, which I won't, but mm-hmm. if in a weird other universe and I did have kids, um, I don't know that I would really explain or like I don't know I would try to explain it away for them as well but tell them that I understand because I wouldn't want to put that false hope that they are also clairvoyant you know even though I think kids are very very sensitive and they're way more sensitive than most adults yeah because they they're more lose open that. to stuff yeah and then they always lose that when people get all old and stuffy but you start um, getting
0: a favorite spatula right 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 <laughs>
1: Picking out my fancy refrigerator. Like, Ugh. that was minimalist. What the fuck ever. So, anyways. um, But, no, like, I wouldn't want to push that on them. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want them to make, like, literally make up things and then think that they were ghosts. Exactly. You know? Sorry, continue. No,
0: you're fine. And so, that was... I agree with you. Yeah. I, me saying, it's fine, wasn't me trying, <laughs> <laughs> trying to <laughs> cut you off. Like, I, I completely agree. But, uh, no, Like she she was like, I, I think you've been reading too much Harry Potter. I think when you put down the scary the scary witch books for a while, um, just just go to bed. It's going to be okay. And I remember her, you know, kissing me goodnight and leaving my room. And I just kept looking to the foot of my bed going, Weird, what was that? What was that? I was like maybe I have been reading too much Harry Potter and I looked down and I realized I'm reading the fucking Saddle Club Right. and I threw the book down on the floor and I'm like no I just saw a ghost yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that was the first time I really made the connection of what I just saw wasn't really here but it was
1: hold please you were 9 years old reading Harry Potter I feel like you're on a totally different intellectual level than I am, (laughs) or at least was at nine years old.
0: I, I read a lot higher than my reading level when I was younger, whenever I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Um, I don't. Even know if she's still living, unfortunately, but my kindergarten teacher, her name was Mrs. A. Bear, yeah, and she knew how much I loved to read. She knew that I had been reading since I was like a wee one, yeah. Um, as soon as I could put words together, like my mom always read to me. She would point along with the words. I, I don't remember a time I wasn't reading, and right. that's what's crazy to me. So whenever I was in kindergarten. I remember there were different colored dots depending on what reading level you were. Like, yeah. I want to say kindergarten was yellow and first grade was green, etc., etc., etc. I don't remember the color dots, but I remember I was trying to check out Goosebumps books <laughs> in kindergarten. Yes. And the librarian wouldn't let me. Oh. She's like, baby, these are way above your reading level. You don't need to be reading these. And these are really scary. And I'm like... Well, that's the point. <laughs> I just looked at her and I was like, I have a Goosebumps book at home. And she goes, is it your big sister's? And I'm like, no, she's scared of that. <laughs> so I got back to the classroom and Mrs. A. Bear had checked me out a stack of Goosebumps books. Oh, And that became my routine. I'd finish up the stack and then she'd return them and pick me out the next stack. How funny. Yeah,
1: I literally read the Bear
0: <laughs> Like I
1: even, once I got into high school and I discovered that they had movies for some of the books I watched I know it's so awful but I was a math person I was oh, I,
0: would, I I don't math
1: oh and I, I can speak math like I could speak a foreign language like and I mean it
0: you start speaking math I start hearing TV static <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just those different types of
1: brains. So, I'm sorry. I just had to point no, out that
0: you're I think fine. that's fascinating. Yeah, I've always, I've always loved reading. I, I remember, like, they doing the whole AR program. Ugh, that was a nightmare to me. It, that was a nightmare for my sister, too. She hated to read. Yeah. And it was such a burden for her. It was such a chore. Whereas me, I would just AR points, AR points, AR points. And I didn't think anything of it because I just wanted to read. Yeah. And I don't think I really realized that I was reading so high above my reading level until I checked out Little Women. Yes. Which I know everyone's seen, if you're cool, you've seen the movie. <laughs> but uh, if you remember seeing the book, I don't know if you've seen the yes. book, it is a good two to three inches thick. Wow. And I read that in fifth or sixth
1: grade. No, seeing that, no, the AR points and stuff, was it like the Blue Bonnet books?
0: oh do you remember i remember about books. yeah no
1: those i think i read two of them and one of them was small stories is mm-hmm. that what it's called about the uh, polio i think oh
0: my god it's like the only <laughs> I one forgot i forgot about believe on <laughs> yeah no
1: but my favorite thing was the like your ar points was my remember the like multiplication test they made us do i don't want to talk about it's called it. something frenzy
0: I don't want to talk about it.
1: Like, that was my favorite. <laughs> You're like, bringing
0: back bad memories. <laughs> yes, put
1: me in a classroom, give me a piece of paper with numbers, and I'm just going to write my mouth. Like, that was my favorite. But you give me a book, and I'm my ADHD is going to take over, and I'm going to end up counting the tiles on the ceiling or something like that. Well, that was the thing. I used to count words.
0: My ADHD would work backwards. Mm-mm. Was Whenever I was reading, that was something that I could actually focus on, and I would just get swept away into this magical world. Like, if I was reading a book about pirates, like I could feel like the ocean spray on my face. Yeah. If I was reading a book about, I don't know, like somebody baking something, like I could smell the smells of like cinnamon and apples and stuff around me. Yeah. You put math in front of me and I am going to find every excuse in the book to not do that math. Well, see, and I think like
1: one of it is words would I, I'm dyslexic I'm also dyslexic <laughs> um <laughs> I know airing <laughs> out all my dirty laundry on this episode problem child all right um <laughs> uh, so like the words would move and bounce around and
0: well that's I had to like
1: chase sentences if that makes any sense but if I would look at a math equation they would move and they would dance around but in the way they worked themselves out like I would get in trouble from my teachers. Because I wouldn't show my work. Well, I didn't have to because I saw my work. Like, I looked at the problem and I saw the work on the paper without having to write it.
0: Yeah, me too. Except it was because I was using a calculator. Cheater! (laughs) Ah, (laughs) I couldn't figure it out by myself. No, man. Mm. No, I mean, I...
1: Yeah, no. But shout out to my teachers for dealing with me. Miss Falk, I love you. I know you'll listen to this. She's my favorite. She was like a fucking mentor to me, dude. That's beautiful. In like seventh grade, oh, and she follows me on Facebook now, and we're like friends in real life, and <laughs> it's super cool. So, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, back to ghosts. So, we had a subject. We had a subject. <laughs> so you have your mattress ghost. Yes. I have my gray lady. Oh,
1: your gray lady. So she makes me excited, but she's she she creeps me out a little bit. But I think it's cool.
0: (laughs) I love her. She. um, So I only see her whenever I'm not feeling well, or there's something um, ailing me, and I only see her at my parents' house that they currently live in. Um, Omar seems um, he's on to a theory that she might be. The woman that owned the property before my parents. Yeah. Um, we're not positive. We're going to try to find a way to see if it's possible to find out if it's Winnie or not. Yeah. But the first time I saw her, I was still in high school and I was really, really sick. I don't, I think I had bronchitis or something and I've got asthma. So anything bronchial is just,
1: oh I'm, yeah.
0: I'm out. And my mom had left my, I normally have my door shut. Because, you know, doorways are where spirits can hang out at. They're kind of portals that make it easier for us to see them, basically. And when they're cracked, they're always looking at you. They're always looking at you. It doesn't (laughs) matter if there's something in your house or not. They're always looking at you. Somebody's
1: peeking into it.
0: But don't slam doors, because that's rude. (laughs) It's where they hang out. It's rude. So my mom had left my door cracked so that if I needed her, she could hear me with my, you know, crippling bronch- bronchial issues. <laughs> and I remember rolling over in bed because my bed was right up by the door at that point. I remember rolling over and looking up and there was a woman standing in the doorway, kind of leaned up against the frame with her arms crossed with a very like, slight smile on her face Wearing a long gray dress with a high collar, long sleeves, and her hair was in, like, a low, tight bun. And she was just smiling down, like, smiling down at me. And I'm thinking, I took too much cough syrup. I right. I can't handle this right now. For sure. So I slowly reached my hand over and gently closed the door. Yeah. And I rolled back over. And like, f- nope. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't feel good. I don't have time for this. Right. So fast forward to um, another time when I wasn't feeling 100% and I was getting ready for... Uh, I think I was getting ready for high school or cosmetology. I don't remember. But I was sitting at my vanity doing my makeup and I felt someone staring at me. And mind you, I did—I felt like absolute shit. And so I'm like, I have to cover these dark circles. So that's why right. I'm doing makeup when I didn't feel good. I don't know why you needed that explanation. Well, no, it's but... so funny because I was my research that <laughs> I was thinking... Like,
1: you were so much just more prepared. Because <laughs> I think the only makeup I wore to any kind of school was, like, mascara and <laughs> lip gloss.
0: I, I love makeup. If anything, I at least have to have my lipstick on. Yeah. So, all my, all my grooming masks are stained on the inside from varying <laughs> lipstick colors. <laughs> so, I was doing my makeup, and I felt someone looking at me, and... I thought it was my mom or my dad because they'd been like periodically checking on me all morning because I knew how ill I was feeling. And so I turned to like, say something or ask if they could like, bring me some juice or something. And it was my gray lady standing in the doorway again. And this, way, she, this time, like we made eye contact and I smiled at her and she kind of smiled back and I blinked and when I opened, she was gone. Huh. I saw her another time whenever so I, I told my my mom at this point I was like, I think there's I think there's a ghost in my room right <laughs> And she she was like, well, tell me about her and all, all I told her was, you know she's she's gray, she's just gray yeah like she she looks like a black and white movie that is kind of translucent, not necessarily transparent. You can still kind of see light behind her, but you can't see objects behind her mm-hmm. And my mom's like, okay, and that's all I told her. Yeah. Fast forward to another time. I don't get sick very often, but whenever I do, I am. She's there. And I'm down, down and she yeah. is there. Um, I was so I felt so sick that I didn't even want to be in my room. I just wanted to be out in the living room with my mom. This, this is my favorite one. This is my favorite. <laughs> so, ooh, I'm already getting goosey thinking about her. So I was passed out in the recliner, and my mom was sitting on the couch, and my mom said that she kind of saw something in her peripheral vision. She looked up, and there was a gray woman wearing a long dress with a high collar and long sleeves and a low bun sitting on the edge of the recliner that I was sleeping in. And she was just kind of looking down at me. And my mom said she was kind of doing something with her hands. She said, I don't know if she was doing needlework or just kind of wringing them. But she was looking down at me. And she looked up at my mom. And they held eye contact. And my mom said that she just stared at her.
1: Yeah.
0: She said, I didn't feel threatened. I felt very calm. Yeah. And she goes, and then I blinked and she was gone. And so my mom told me I woke up and... My mom was just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm, like, waking up from, like, a sick nap. And, right. You know, did I, like,
1: did I just fart in my sleep? Right. Like, why are you looking at me like
0: that? <laughs> and she just got this really, like, she was staring at me, but she had this really happy, like, light in her eyes. Yeah. She goes, kiss, I saw your gray lady she calls you kiss 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 is my my family name is yeah my family (laughs) calls me smashly or sissy either one yeah kiss 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 crisscross how cute all right sorry no you're good she's like kiss i saw your gray lady and i was like really tell me about her and so she described her to a t um and that was it she goes i think she's your guardian angel or your your, your guide, like you're a healer or something. She goes, I don't, I saw her though, I saw her. And my mom was so excited. Yeah. Um, I've only seen her one time since then.
1: Yeah.
0: It was whenever I was staying at my parents' house, I'd already moved out by this point, I was living in my apartment, but I got, it was right after my knee injury, mm-hmm. and I had just gotten back home from living at my parents' for three months. Because I couldn't go up my apartment stairs. Yeah. So, I'm so used to taking the holistic approach to things. My body isn't used to taking heavy medication. Right. And for taking such strong medication for three months, I developed kidney stones. Oh, no. Which, again, I didn't want to be alone. So, I went and stayed at my parents' house. Yeah. And so, I was sleeping on the couch... And there's, like, a little alcove that goes back to my parents' bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I sensed some movement over there, and I thought it was my mom checking on me. And so I kind of rolled over, and I was like, Mama? And she didn't answer. And I was like, I just saw her. Like, Like, I just saw you. And so I, like, kind of looked back up at the ceiling, and I, like, saw something again. And I looked over in the alcove again, and there she was. And she just kind of smiled at me, and then she turned and walked towards my parents' room. And that was the last time I saw her. I've That's seen crazy. her, but I mean, like I said, I don't get sick very often. Yeah, but um, I mean, I think I've been sick maybe once or twice since then. Yeah. But I mean, I've got a fiance to take care of me now, so yeah, I don't have to go running. Have somebody taking care. Of you. I don't have to run back to mom's every time I get sick.
1: If you could send her to my house. Because I'm single. My dogs do a shit job of taking care of me whenever I'm sick. <laughs> I'll, I'll put in a good word for you. Yeah.
0: Thanks. thanks. <laughs> I need a I need a gray lady to nurse me back to yes. health. Now, I do have a bit of a... I have a poltergeist story to tell. Yes. That was living at my old apartment in Baytown. Oh. So, the apartment that I used to live in, um, it was... Reno- they renovated them in the late 80s, but... They were originally built in the 1950s as a hotel. Oh, okay. So there's no telling what has been through there. Yeah um, It was my first apartment, and he would actually pick up and throw things. I had this little box fan, like a tabletop fan, yeah, that a couple of times would just boom, land on the floor. And I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Because, you know, oh, well, it just vibrated off the table. Right. It happens. My phone's vibrated off the table before. Yeah. Other things have vibrated off of me before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. So I, I really didn't think anything of it until it happened when the fan was off. Ah. And it would just, bloop, fall on the ground. Uh-uh so I thought, okay, I'm trying to be logical. I'm going to move it to a different table. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's going to help. Right. And so I moved it to another, a harder surface. I moved it onto my vanity instead of an end table. And sure enough, it would still fall on the ground. Um, One night I was having a surprise party for my sister and I had everybody come over like an hour before she got there and so it was you know a lot of people got there really fast so i was like oh i need to cool this apartment down so i kind of set this fan in the doorway from my bedroom to the living room to try to pull some of the cold air because my bedroom always stayed so cold yeah i think it was him but that's beside the point (laughs) um so i put it like on the table to kind of pull some of that cold air in there Well, my cousin Brittany called to say that she was there and needed some help bringing some food up, so I went downstairs, and whenever I came up, my loud, boisterous, happy, party-filled apartment was dead silent. And I'm like, what's going on, guys? And I don't remember. I think it was... I think it might have been Jenny. I don't remember. But somebody was like, your fan just flew across the room. Oh,
1: he was pissed. that there were so many people there. It
0: was... And I looked, and I mean, it was a good, I don't know, six to eight feet from the table.
1: I bet he was feeding off the energy that everybody was giving off for being at the party, so mm. he was able to push oh, it more. Oh,
0: he was, he definitely feeding off of it. Because, I mean, it wasn't just knocked on the ground. That sucker ripped out of the wall outlet, like, wow. cord out of the wall. This thing was six to eight feet away from the table that it was on. Holy shit. Shocked this thing. Damn. So that fan eventually stopped working. Yeah. <laughs> um, another incident that I would have with him was one night I was laying in bed asleep and four o'clock in the morning, my fire, detect- like my fire alarm started going off. So I'm panicking. I'm, you know, sniffing for smoke. Yeah. I'm like, my dog's freaking out. Raptor was just a pup at the time. So he's panicking Um, So I'm like looking around, trying to see what could have set the smoke detector off. Nothing. So I chalk it up to, oh, the batteries are dead. Yeah. So take it off the wall. You know, take the battery out. Oh, I don't have any new batteries. I'll just leave the battery out for tonight. It's fine. So the next day I call maintenance and I'm like, hey, I'm new to adulting. (laughs) Do you have any extra smoke detector batteries? (laughs) And they're like, sure, we'll, we'll come drop one off for you. So the guy came and he put my new battery in. And I was like, I'm sorry. And he's like, you're fine. So that night, 4 o'clock in the morning, my smoke detector starts going off again. Oh the fuck? I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And so by this point, I, I take it down off the wall and I press the restart button and it stops. Stick it back up on the wall. Go lay down. As soon as my head hits the pillow, smoke alarm starts going off again. So, I'm like, this thing's got to be faulty. Yeah. So, again, I take the battery out and I leave it sitting on the cabinet. It's done. Call maintenance the next day. I tell them, hey, I don't think it was the battery. I think it's actually a faulty detector. So, they went and installed me a new smoke detector. Yeah. That night, 4 o'clock in the morning, smoke detector starts going off again. This bastard. I was pissed at this point. Right. So, I took the battery out and I went and laid back down. Soon as my head hit that pillow, the battery-free smoke detector starts going off. Nope. I <laughs> was so pissed. Ugh. I I finally was just like, oh my god, just stop, just yeah. stop. And so I'm like pressing the restart button and it finally stops. I put the battery in, I shove it back on the wall, I'm like, and it better stay that way. <laughs> Didn't happen. Woke up the next morning, went in the kitchen all four burners on my stove were glowing bright orange whoa he was pissed he was he was not a good guy yeah I didn't get I didn't get good vibes from him after that like at first I'm like okay you're throwing the fan (laughs) haha funny (laughs) 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 haha okay and then okay you're trying to wake me up no big deal right and then he turned on my burners and that's and I'm like, "This is something's got to change. This isn't. This isn't good." Well, after you took out the batteries,
1: I know. So you didn't have a smoke detector, and then your
0: stove is on. Yeah. You oh, did. At that point, I knew he was. He wasn't good. Yeah. And so you know, I I did a sage smudge and all that jazz, and I didn't encounter anything like that until that winter. Yeah. Um, I. You know, I was young and single and um, struggling to pay bills. Yeah. And so I tried really hard to keep the heater, like, as low as possible to try yes. to save on energy. Yeah. And so I usually kept it, I want to say, like, at like 69 or 70, which was still uncomfortable. But if I put on a jacket, I'd yeah. be fine. Well, I remember I was talking on the phone with one of my friends and I was just shivering, 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 shivering. And I was like, I, I've got to go. Like, I've got to go turn the heater up more. And I looked on the thermostat. And the heater was set to 69 or 70, whatever it was. My apartment was 43 degrees. Holy shit. And it, it was that quick. Because whenever I had gotten home... Was I turned the heater on, and I want to say it was like 68 degrees inside. Yeah. I turned the heater on, and I mean, I could hear the heater going, but it wasn't warming, and it was down to like 43 degrees. Wow. Freezing cold. And so I, I actually think I ended up going and staying at a friend's house that night just because I was so chilled, and it was yeah. like way too late to call maintenance, and it never happened again. Like I, the next day I made sure because I didn't want to call maintenance again and be right. really like, "Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing." <laughs> so now my heater's not working, but no, my heater worked fine after that. But after that one night, like he scared me out enough to to yeah. leave, I guess. But that was the only thing I ever. That was the last time I ever dealt with an incident from him. That's insane, huh?
1: So I think now we should read, listener. Oh, yeah. Stories? Yeah.
0: So, our first listener story comes to us from my cousin, Kelly. And Kelly has to say... So, backstory. My ex, the father of my children, is a twin, and his twin was stillborn. So fast forward to when my eldest was about four or so. She woke up the next morning and asked her dad why he was standing at the end of her bed. Side note, he wasn't home that evening until really late. Fast forward to my youngest, about three, came in asking the same question. We asked both what he looked like and they both said daddy but with red hair. We asked their nana. His twin was born with a head full of red hair.
1: That's so crazy. Oh, look at the ghost. Uh, that's so crazy, man. That's so neat, though.
0: And it it's really cool. I mean,
1: it's sad, but it's cool. Yeah, but I mean, to still watch that, like, your... That cool twin thing, man. It's Folks that are twins, I'm kind of jealous, because that's... It's
0: never-ending. I know. You'll have such a cool connection. So, a story that my mom told me. She was at my... At the time my great granny's house, it's now my papa's house. Okay. And my great granny and my nonny, my my grandma, were in the one of the back rooms playing with me and my sister while my mom was in the living room reading. And she heard like a rustling kind of sound, like um like billowing curtains or something. Okay. I didn't mean to spit at you. I didn't see it. Oh, just fine. kidding. You just told on yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she looked up and there was this like six and a half foot tall figure
1: mm. walking
0: down the hall and she said it almost looks Grim Reaper esque, mm. but he didn't have like is it sickle? Yeah. He didn't have the sickle. Um she goes, I don't know if it was Grim Reaper or a monk or what but um he was wearing these dark, heavy, like, wool or velvet-looking cloaks, like, very, very heavy.
1: Yeah.
0: And there was no belt or anything, and he had this hood on over his face, and she didn't see any other features, but she could... She said, it looked like I could reach out and touch him. There was no mist. There was no seeing through him. He was solid, and you could hear those billowing robes just going. And she said it scared the daylights out of her. And so after he walked down the hall, she said, I, I just kind of processed it for a minute. And I went down the hall, and I walked into the to the room that you guys were all playing in. And I'm like, did you see that? And nobody else had seen it. Wow. And she said she's just had a really icky feeling in that house ever since then. And yeah. that was years ago. Oh, I bet. That's terrifying.
1: Well, that's just, like, I had a friend that thought for the longest time that she was hallucinating. And she would tell people all the time that, you know, she was hallucinating and she was going to therapist and they had her on medicine. And we had gone to a friend of hers house and I immediately got an uneasy feeling. I told her, you know, like, we got to get what we're here for and we need to leave. Um, the girl that owned the apartment walked from the kitchen into the living room, and as she was walking, there was the darkest, nastiest looking, like, that black void that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. just the... etheric revenants. It was the... Like, its back legs were shorter than its arms, and its arms were very, very long, and it, like, creeped out from behind a bookshelf and it went in behind the entertainment center that was catty-cornered and then as soon as when she got up and she went to go walk to the bathroom it like slinked out again and it followed her well as it was walking and following her it turned and looked at me my friend next to me her nails dug into my legs and so I knew she immediately saw it so I told her I was like we gotta go we jumped in the car. We drove down. It was about a mile down the street. Whenever I looked at her, and I was like, "You are not hallucinating. You're just sensitive. You're clairvoyant. What you're seeing is actually happening." Like, and she got off her. Once she realized that, she got off her medication. She Good. was fine because she wasn't hallucinating. No, so that's so
0: scary. But that seeing was dark things like
1: that. That was the darkest. I mean, and it was evil. It was pure. It was evil in a being. I mean, that was anytime somebody says something about evilness, like that's what evilness looks like. And it was it was crazy. Ja. Ja. Shake it up. Shake I know. Up. I don't know.
0: Should we talk about some of the other experiences that we've shared?
1: Yes. Definitely need to talk about shared experiences. But I
0: want to talk about the uh the incidents that I had at your grooming salon when you were training me. <gasps> yes. Do you remember those?
1: Yeah, I do remember those.
0: So I remember I was... It was towards the end of the day, and so I was starting to clean up, and I was breaking down the tubs, like getting the tubs cleaned and emptying shampoo bottles, all that jazz. And I heard somebody whisper to me. So I had just finished the first tub, and I would moved to the second, and I heard somebody whisper, no. And it sounded kind of distant, like maybe they were across the room, like towards the kennels. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then in just an instant, like as soon as it said no, it instantly was like, wait. And it was right in my ear. So it was the cadence of no, wait, just that quick. And so I waited and I went into the salon where y'all were working on dogs and I'm never going to forget the look you had on your face because I guess you knew the look on my face Uh because I didn't even have to say anything. I just came and stood next to you, and you're like, what did you see? Mm-hmm. And I said, I didn't see anything, but I heard it. And you're like, well, what happened? And so I proceeded to tell you about how, well, I heard this person tell me, no, wait, because I was trying to clean the tub, and then one of your girls across the room, no, don't tell me you broke the tubs down. and I still have a dog to bathe. And you just started giggling just like you are now. (laughs) And you're like, well, honey, someone's looking out for you. (laughs) Because there's still a tub open back there. I told her to wait. (laughs) Another incident I had at that same salon was I was, again, bathing a dog or doing something in the tub area. I don't like the tub area at your salon. Uh And I was by myself and just... I felt this kind of chill Mm -hmm. pass by me, and I felt like a cold, wet finger just slide down the back of my ear, and I thought it was um, one of the other trainees, like, messing with me, like, I thought it was Bryce or Maria just kind of coming up and, like, fucking with me, so I, like, like shoved my shoulder (laughs) into my ear canal, (laughs) and I turned and I looked, and there was nobody there. And I'm like looking around, and there was no way anybody could have come back and done it that fast. Yeah. where where I was at? Because you can hear those doors open. You can hear those doors opening. You can, those doors opening. Yeah. you can you can hear the air suction out. Yep. Um, you can feel the the shift. You know, whenever the doors open, and there was nobody back there. And for a good few minutes, I could still feel like I reached my hand up, and the back of my ear was wet. Yeah, and that I. Did not like. No. <laughs> it, it didn't feel like malevol- malevolent or anything. It definitely just kind of felt curious. Yeah. But I'm still like, hey, don't don't touch me. <laughs> did I? it do that? I didn't give consent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that word, malevolent. Malevolent. Like that's such a exotic, like just ugh word to me.
0: I think you just like the way I say it. I maybe because I like watching your lips whenever you say it. <laughs> You got a pretty mouth, girl. <laughs> it's because I don't have to... There's no S's in it. so <laughs> Anything I say that doesn't have an S sounds so pretty.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there's been a couple of... What is it with pet stores and being haunted, man? Because I've been in a couple of salons that... Like, there was one where I met Becca, at, actually. I was bathing a dog, again, in the bathing area two things happened. Um, I was bathing a dog and, uh, one of the girls, Jillian, that I was training, I could have sworn, I saw her, I saw her in her black pants walking across the doorway of the bathing area. And I like towards the wall for where you turn the dryers on, I poked my head around and Jillian wasn't there. And so, of course, me, being loud, I holler. I'm like, Jillian! Just because I wanted to see what the fuck she was doing. So she walks in. She's got fucking blue jeans on. Everybody that day except me had blue jeans on. And when I made a comment to Becca, she just kind of laughed. She's like, oh, yeah, there's somebody in here that just, like, there's a ghost in here. Like, what the fuck? You could have told me. Like, so then one time... I was bathing a dog and it was on a tub that was completely opposite of where the dryer was. And I heard this slam and it the um, dryer hose had smacked up against the wall. And I turn around and look and that dryer hose is swinging hard. And it wasn't on or anything. Nobody had touched it. We even watched the cameras. What? There was nobody there. So, whenever you watch the cameras, you see the dryer sitting there. And you see me bathing my dog and then all of a sudden you see the hose go way back and then it just slams It's like somebody grabbed the hose, pulled it way back and slammed it in that fucking wall and it's sitting there waving. Mm-mm. Like that was, ugh, man. I love how creepy it is,
0: but sometimes I'm like, why? I know. I what do, do you fucking <laughs> <with> me while I'm working? <laughs> Talk about me while I'm working way. or sleeping. I get the same way. Like I, at the, at the, at the, it the, it the, it the <laughs> <laughs> We're getting tired. (laughs) We're tired, guys. Um, Where I groom at right now, I've asked the girls several times, did you say my name? Were you calling me? Did Did you say my name? And everyone tells me, no, Christy, like... Don't be Ashley. <laughs> like, they tell me all the time, like, things things reverberate weird back there. It's all the metal from the kennels or it's the tile from the tub. Like, everyone just tells me I'm hearing things. Yeah. But I've distinctly heard voices from, I'll be either at the tub room or especially when I'm at the, the drying table over yes. by the door. I will hear someone from the other end of the room saying, Christy, <laughs> yes. calling my name. Okay, so I'm about to
1: call Amanda out. I'm going to call her out so fucking hard (gasps) because we were... I was sitting at the drawing table, and she was at the um, cabinet, right? Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there, and I'm drawing a dog, and she's talking to me, and we hear something from the bathing area say my... It says Ashley, and her and I both whip around and look... And I look at her, and I'm like, you heard that, didn't you? And she's like, yeah, that was weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a head scratcher. I know.
1: And so, no, she's heard it. And then there was a couple times that me and Jesse have been back there. And we were, um, I, again, one of us was at that fucking drawing table. And I think I was just standing there supervising because that's what I do best, being boss you know? and <laughs> But um, you hear the phones, you know, where it says line holding. You hear that and so she turned the dryer off and she's sitting there and nothing and I was like that was the phones wasn't it? She's like yeah I heard it but it wasn't and you know how like separately we'll hear the phones because we hear that awful woman's voice in our heads all all the time but never at the same time
0: except in that bathing area.
1: It great. So no, don't let them. Don't let them gaslight you. It don't, happens. Don't
0: gaslight
1: me, guys. Yes, I know
0: I've heard my name because so I know
1: y'all times. have too.
0: I hate when they know my name though. I can't, I don't like that. There this. There's at my uh, cousin's house yeah. that she grew up in, which. My, is actually the house that my mom grew up in. Oh, okay. Apparently my family just switches houses all the time. Yeah. Well, this house has always left me with icky feelings, and this house in itself is entirely for a whole nother episode. Yeah. But one night in particular, I was staying over there with my cousin, and I was probably 20, 21. And, well, I don't know what time, I don't know what age Brittany moved out at. But I was laying in bed, and I couldn't fall asleep just because I know all the shit that happens in that house. And I kept hearing my name being whispered. And I'm like, what, Brittany? I'm like, what? And then I kept hearing, Christy. I'm like, what? I'm awake. <laughs> and then I heard it really loud. Christy! And I sat up, and I'm like, fucking what? <laughs> she was passed out asleep. Whoa whoa there's more to that story but we'll save that for another time
1: yeah I was wondering <laughs> if we were gonna go there
0: it's a whole yeah ugly can of very scary worms yeah that we'll save for another time
1: that's another daylight story to talk about that's a that Nayland's daylight stories alright well thanks for listening is that the only listener story we had I
0: think yeah that's the only <laughs> ghost listener story wow guys wait well to- your mom Oh yeah, that was a yeah. that was a good listener story. That was a good listener story. She had a lot for me, and she was just like piling them on me in the driveway at my sister's baby shower today. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, no, it was. That was our only listener ghost story. Still, write them in. Like, even though we're gonna have way more ghost episodes. This is, yeah. I mean, that's the the we have lots of odd things and curious things we want to cover but the whole the majority of our content is definitely going to be paranormal yeah for sure
1: um i do want to kind of make a special shout out to traven please do for yes. leaving us a review that, that made me so, so happy i know that was so sweet thanks traven thank you you the best you the best <laughs>
0: So what are we going to talk about next week, Ashley? Next week we will talk about kinks. I know.
1: Ooh, one of my getting sexy. Yes, one of my yes. absolute favorite favorite topics. I'm so excited. I'm nervous. Oh, I'm not. I'm excited. You're you're going to have to shut me up. You're going to have to slap <laughs> me to shut me up.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm comfortable. And confident with my sexuality. Yeah. I'm not so sure that I am confident and comfortable enough. With everybody knowing. (laughs) With everybody knowing my dirty little secrets. (laughs) And um, I'll... We'll see how much I let out.
1: (laughs) So one thing I ask... It's a small request. It's a big request, but it's a small request. Is it medium? Uh, Yeah, well. (laughs) So, okay. I know it's hard to admit kinks, but listeners, if you have a weird fetish or weird kink, please, 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 please share it. We will make it completely...
0: A hundred percent anonymous. As anonymous as you want. If you want us to give your name and you want people to know that you're a freaky little freak and you want people hitting up your DMs, we can include that information. If you want it to be absolutely one hundred percent anonymous, no way of knowing who you are, we will do absolutely everything in our power to make it as Yeah. As anonymous and safe. As yeah. possible because Absolutely. that's really important to us yes 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 yes
1: um now with kinks of course we may have a small trigger warning um so make sure you listen to that we will start off that episode with said trigger warning. warning warning yes the biggest trigger warning <laughs> yes
0: so yeah i'm super stoked this was a great episode this was a great episode i think it went really well I concur. I can't wait for our future ghost episodes. We actually talked about doing another ghost episode next week, but uh we feel like this one's already gonna be broken down into like four parts, so we'll come at you with ghosts again. We've got we've got a lot to share. Getting raptor kisses. These little tails just to Getting go in. Raptor kisses.
1: All right, guys. Well, y'all have a good day, good night, good afternoon, good weekend, depending on when you listen to this. Have a good day at work.
0: Unpleasant dreams.
1: Yes. Go home, drink that bottle of wine. Smoke that devil's lettuce if that's what you're into. (laughs) (laughs) And listen next week. Thank you, beautifuls. Bye. Bye.